Welcome to Causing the Effect, where we will connect and change the mind and body. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Causing the Effect. I am your host, Scott Cazzoli. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, join me this morning. Uh, what is it? Today, June 29th. Oh my God, it's July already. Beautiful Monday morning. It's about 7.30 a.m. here in Brooklyn. I hope you had a great weekend. Um, you know, we went on a hike, me and the boys. It's funny, every time we do a, uh, a five-mile hike, turns into a 10-mile hike, so I'm paying for it a little bit today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, uh, we're going to hit the the fitness piece on Thursday, um, but today we're going to get you some, uh, your mindfulness tip. Um, it was funny, we're talking about, you know, all the last couple of weeks about change and growth, and I think at the core of this is really um, adversity. Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it, um, but I think this is uh, an important piece to uh, kind of hit head on, and I think um, everybody deals with it, so we'll, we'll just talk about it. Adversity is um, a state or instance of serious or, you know, continued difficulty. Uh, we've all been there, right? It's a bad situation. Um, you know, we've all faced them through your life. It's some sort of obstacle of some kind. It's important um, to, to just note that adversity, it's not like a... You have to realize that this is not a, a tangible thing. It's just a mindset that you're kind of giving yourself. You know what I mean? Um, so you do have the, the opportunity to kind of deal with it how you will, how easy or difficult um, it will be. The issue th- with adversity is that most of the time people, uh, you know, are connecting with it or, you know, drawing the conclusion that it is, you know, really related to something negative, which is true. Um, you know, negative emotions do induce um, stronger feelings. So, you know, that is kind of why you get jumped into this more of a chaotic state with your stress hormones. Um, so I thought it was something to discuss today how you deal with it, who it affects, all that stuff. Um, you know, people can always recall their negative emotions more than the positive ones. You always remember the bad experiences you had over the good ones. And that's kind of why adversity is so difficult to heal, to deal with because it is, you know, connected to those negative feelings. Um, you know, the, the reason that the negative emotions are basically you know, they're more noticeable because they possess a greater functional value, um, if that makes sense. The the risks of responding inappropriately to these negative events are much greater than the risks responding to a positive event. Um, You know, negative events are built in in us to have that feeling because back in, you know, 10, 15,000 years ago, we're supposed to have that negative response. Okay, something's wrong. Tiger's chasing me. I got to get out of here. So that's kind of, you know, the, the, the problem. Um, there's a greater variety of of response options to cope with harm or stress than to cope with, you know, something good happening. Everybody can handle the, the good things going on in their life, but it's about how you deal with the, the so on. I really want to, you know, part of this will be removing that negative connotation with adversity, but it's just going to be more of a difficult time. Um, there are some ways in which uh, a situation could be unpleasant, then pleasant. We've all dealt with this before, and, and I really believe that you know adversity or, or your, the hard part of your life, it's always going to be in in three pieces, right? You're either going through adversity now, you're either you know just coming out of an adverse situation, or you're heading into one. So that's kind of why I thought this was so important. the The key to um, you know uh, 
changing, you know, how you deal with adversity is truly um, a perspective-based situation. So you have to change that perspective. It's not about, you know, what's happened to you, but it's how you respond to it. I'm sure that's really cliche and everybody knows that, but it really is. And, um, you know, I consider myself somebody who's had to go with adversity in my life, you know, um, had a father that went into the witness protection program, had a couple deaths in my life, uh, people that are close to me. But again, you know, I kind of, I appreciate those things more than, than looking at it and having resentment. So even the things that happened to you in your past, you have to learn how to let those go and look at the, what they turned you into, which is a work of art, right? That's kind of what we're doing. Um, but this is the story that you're going to tell yourself, you know, you're either going to, you're going to have to deal with this at some point, you know, and people that I deal with on an everyday basis, particularly, you know, this younger generation, everybody seems to, you know, you can kind of tell people are dealing with stuff and there's a problem talking about it. And it's just kind of like, let's push it down and let's deal with it for another day. And that never works. That's why you have people in their thirties and forties having, you know, breakdowns and, you know, they kind of real have these realizations. And that's why we do this podcast to help you, um, either get out of it or, or not be able to kind of, you know, pass, get, get, get through these things, you know? So, um, your mind does actually want adversity. It's required under, you know, in your brain. Um, it's like a, imagine putting a rock under pressure and, um, it becomes a diamond, right? Um, the more adversity that you can deal with, the, the easier, it will be able, you know, your brain will be able to kind of modify for different situations. And that's why you always see people, there's some people that have to have that, um, when something pops up, that's, you know, an issue for them, they kind of have a total breakdown and they go off, the, off the, the rocks. That's kind of what we're talking about here. When you deny challenges in your life, your brain is going to compensate by creating newer real problems. And I do think that this is something that we're seeing today in today's world, I'm not saying that there's not issues, but you know, people that have real life problems, sicknesses, cancer, X, Y, Z, they're not worrying about, you know, uh, being upset by somebody on Instagram, not worried about these kind of created problems. Um, so, so by giving yourself real challenges and and forcing yourself to grow, there's, there's good adversity to deal with. Um, and I think that is something that is really worth noting. Shielding your mind from adversity, you know, makes you more vulnerable to anxiety actually. So it's like a catch 22. So there's people that, just want to sit and be comfortable their whole life. And that's great. I'm not saying that, you know, they're going to live that calm lifestyle, but when that adversity that comes through that, you know, that's going to be there, um, they're going to have an an issue dealing with it. So, um, and I did think it was very interesting to note the, you know, adversity during childhood. So, um, there was physicians, Vincent Filetti and, and, uh, Robert Anda, who, did a lot of uh, testing in the 90s and 2000s, you know, really focused on this adverse childhood experience. They, they called them ACEs. So adverse childhood experience is something, you know, basically an event that you dealt with in your childhood um, that could be adverse that kind of affects, you know, the um, how children face these problems and in the, the latter parts of their years, how you end up dealing with them. And both of these guys discovered that approximately 67% of uh, individuals had encountered um, that encountered one or more ACEs in childhood um, dealt with these um, problems and uh, in in their gr- kind of growing up as adults, which kind of makes sense. These included growing up with, you know, a depressed, divorced, or alcoholic parent. You could lose a parent as well. Chronic commun- uh, humiliation, 
neglect, sexual or physical abuse, obviously all these issues. Um, what they found out was there was a strong correlation between the number of ACEs a subject reported and the amount of medical care required as an adult, which was really interesting to me. Um, and that's kind of why no matter what age I think you're at, it's important to not only deal with stuff, but but also be able to, to figure out who you are and really take um, an honest approach every morning. Again, we speak about mindfulness, meditation, and just figure all this stuff out. Um, you know, I have a friend right now who, um, you know, you can tell, you know, she was dealing with some stuff, but, um, you know, just by reading and doing a little meditation and being aware, talking about it, awareness is most of the battle. Just saying that, that, um, you know, you're aware of the problem is, you know, you're, you're ahead of the game. So that's, that's great. And I'm proud of her for doing that. So it's fantastic. Um, but you know, back to Dr. Folletti and Dr. Anda, um, you know, they really found some staggering results that, you know, a, um, a person that deals with a lot of ACE, um, early in their, early in their uh, childhood has a 20% increase with uh, an autoimmune disorder or some type of serious um, issue. I really think that Dr. Folletti and Andy's findings speak volumes about the extent to which, you know, there's emotional and physical pain intertwined in all of us. Um, And this is kind of a piece that I think scientists are are still kind of figuring out, but it's very exciting to see um, how these events, but this, this kind of goes for even parents, um, though, the way that, you know, what your child, what your children go through, you know, really, um, have an effect for the, for the rest of their lives. And, you know, I'll, uh, if you have any questions about this, I'll send you links, just uh, email us again, causing the effect podcast at Gmail, but these showed epigenetic shifts, neural pruning shifts, um, shifts in your telomeres, which basically how long your DNA lasts, which is really connected to your, um, your genome, um, which makes you live longer. Um, it affected their brain body pathways, their brain connectivity. Um, you know, the brain really relies on a strong complex interworking of its parts in order to, to function. And, um, you know, there was a doctor here, Ryan Haringa, he's a neuropsychiatrist and he did a lot of work, um, similar to, um, the other two guys. And, you know, what he saw, there was a high a really high correlation between people who experienced chronic adverse events early in their childhood and they showed weaker neural connections um, in the prefrontal cortex, which is your consciousness. Um, so that's just something to, to note here uh, as well. So we've spoken about it. You see how it kind of affects everything, but you know, Scott, you're not telling me, what do I do when this happens? Of course, we're going to tell you that. I always give you guys, um, you know, solutions. And uh, I put together a couple tips here that I hope, you know, help you. And again, I've done this. Um, I don't really consider myself a stressed out person anymore. But if you ask me a year, year and a half ago, I would definitely say I was. Um, So, you know, what happens when, you know, your problem arises? There's a couple of options to do. You have to accept it, right? Um accept what happens without resistance and, you know, let go of those expectations that you're going to be holding on to. I thought this was happening. I thought that was happening. All the plans you put in place aren't going to be viable anymore. That's the point. That's why you're, you're going through this. So holding on to these things um, does nothing for you. So you have to really let that path go and work towards the, the next most effective past. Um, and re- resisting at this point will is going to create a conflict within you. So there's no point in doing that. And that's kind of the first step in that downward spiral. Um, you know, 
no matter how well any of us plan ahead, things rarely go to plan. So being prepared for those unexpected obstacles, just being, again, you don't have to prepare for the worst case scenario. Just be, okay, th- things may not go as planned. I think that's um, something to note. And success in a, in a totality um, is never a straight line. Uh, it, when adversity pops up, don't be whining about it. It's not time to whine or complain. You know, shut up, get to work, focus on how you're going to get there. Um, so just kind of affecting that um, and looking at like, you know, I mentioned this earlier, it's the story that you tell yourself. That's kind of the way I look at my life. And again, these things are, could be a little uh, in vain, I'd say, but, you know, they're, they're little tricks that help you, you know, figure it out. And why would you want to, you know, view your, view your life in anything other than a positive one. So when you're in that moment, um, you can come back to this podcast and, and, and re-listen to it or, or really focus and remember that, oh shit, right now, right here is the moment that I knew it was coming. Um, it's something meaningful and it, it being in a adverse situation is only going to really help you, you grow more. Um, and it's going to spark your creativity, which, um, it's kind of like what we want to do. So we've, you know, we've spoken about being aware and accepting that adversity. There, there's two other ways we can do this. You could build your internal resources, which is cultivating that emotional strength, which we've discussed, that strength, courage, and discipline. I think we've hit that on the head, how to grow and change and all that good stuff. But then you could also build your external world, too. I think that's something I've, you know, I could say that we really haven't probably discussed enough in this. And I will say that it's probably because I don't have that in my life, right? I don't have the, the best support system. Um, you know, I'm very lucky to have people around me, but I've always felt that, that you know, I'm alone on, on this journey. So again, this is something that I'm going to take advice in myself and try to build more of a support system through my family and friends. Um, and again, it could be what, what I've realized. I think it's because people don't really know you're going through stuff or people don't know um, just because of the act that, that you're kind of putting on yourself. So that's, you know, something to, to keep in mind as well. Um, you know, the, the most, you know, the most go-to that we hear here is what doesn't kill you, what doesn't kill you, you know, will make you stronger. That's true. Um, but you have to build up your, your resilience, like any muscle, um, just like working out, it's built up gradually, exponentially with repeated exposure to different obstacles or fears or, or problems. Um, you know, I've taken inspiration from learning from other people who've dealt with similar issues or even dealt with like, you know, worse issues. So I'm just happy, you know, I wake up every morning, I'm just happy to have my arms and legs because, you know, you see people, um, somebody like, uh, you know, Winston Churchill literally had a stuttering problem. Poor performance in school. He he became the prime minister of the of the UK. One of the most influential political speakers in the 20th century. Um, you know, J.K. Rowling um, was born to a poor family. Literally was working three jobs as she created Harry Potter. And you can find these everywhere you want. These are just different you know flavors to kind of you know find for you. Um, the the two the two main pieces that I think. Um, were the most important were, and I'll say the first one was just investing in yourself. I don't think there's a greater investment than the time you give to yourself on a personal development scale. Um, that's kind of what we're trying to do here, but, um, learning and giving a half hour of an hour, whether it be a video, a book, or just working on something that you want to work on to give yourself that, that time develops, uh, a stronger person on the inside, a wiser individual, um, you know, particularly when you have these issues to, to deal with the, you know, 
adversity. And again, um, if you guys have questions about which kind of books to read, because there's a lot of woo-woo out there about people trying to get money from you um, regarding these classes and super consciousness and all this craziness. But, you know, always feel free to use me as a as a resource. Um, not trying to get any money. I'm lucky enough to be in a situation where this isn't about money. It's really about touching people. And that last episode that we talked about, my friend Sam, Sam, again, you did it. I literally had five or six of my friends, whether it be from Jim or my close friends, asking if it was about them. And it's so funny how many people uh, found the correlation. Uh, and that's kind of what I was hoping it would do. So I really appreciate, again, Sam, for, for that uh, avid listener. Appreciate you. But um, your adversity is truly um, a blessing in disguise. So you may not even think this at the moment, but I guarantee it will. Um, I'm going to leave it here. Uh, I think we, we've spoken enough about it. I hope you guys have a fantastic week. Stay safe, stay positive, stay blessed. And I'll talk to you later. Have a good one. Bye-bye.